Here's your host, Alex Garrett. Well, I don't usually do this, but I want to do a little music behind my podcast tonight as we go live into the end of Christmas night. Crazy game with the Bucks in Arizona, right? And I don't know, maybe one day the Bucks will be the Vikings opponent in the NFC Championship. Both games have been absolutely crazy. But for now, but for now, I want to just say I am very uh, happy about how today went. Oh, this music is so good, isn't it? Today went personally and for, you know, podcasters, the greatest gift Spreaker gave us this year. Would you like to know that as well? The greatest gift Spreaker gave us this year? Well, I'll tell you that in a little bit. But today was a wild one because we did things that we don't usually do. We, My dad and I actually stayed in. That's why I write Garrett on the go because we didn't go much today, and we usually do. You know, we usually do St. Thomas Church. We usually do Rockefeller Center. We usually do all the Christmas things. And a couple weeks ago, I decided to go to Rockefeller Center while I had the moment because I had this feeling, you know, this gut feeling that this Christmas was going to be different. And I, I wasn't wrong in that. I wasn't wrong in that. And I'm just pulling up the link to share with my live listens here. If you are listening, feel free to shoot me a text at 206, yes, 206-426-9884 if you're listening live. And then give me a call on that line as well. Would love to hear from you. Um, because I want to know how your Christmas went. I want to know how your day with family went or if you were unable to get to family. If you were not able to because you were uh, having flight issues. I mean, there were 2,400 at least flight cancellations this week, which was crazy enough. And think about it even more. You have upstate New York dealing with death. Very tough to talk about on Christmas weekend, but that happened. But it was this frigid cold that led my dad and I to say, no, we're not going to risk it. Because this was a year we kind of threw tradition out of the window and said, we're going to love the company. We're going to love just being around each other. We're going to love that instead of risking lives in the freezing cold, if you will. And yeah, we may not have gotten snow, but this weekend was really cold, man. This weekend was just cold as hell and I hope you stayed safe during it so anyway we stayed inside we I read yeah I read Clarence Moore's Little Saint Nick and I might do that again here and then I wrote read from the book of Luke and that was the 
Christmas I had my dad. We opened up some presents. We watched a Muppets Christmas Carol. We watched It's a Wonderful Life. I watched it again today with my mom. Then I took a lift. Yeah, this is the other thing. I didn't really take public transportation this weekend. Because I was nervous about being cold. Let's be honest about that. And so... And I see we are live on Spreaker.com, which is great. And I want to thank, um, I want to thank my family for making today a great Christmas. I want to get the well wishes out there and the thanks to those who wished my family and I well. Even Cardinal Timothy Dolan at the public, at the Police Athletic League, managed to wish us well um, for Christmas blessings, and that was special. Frank Morano. And the crew at ABC, Matt Sambolin in 970. My friend Ashi, if you're listening. My friend Danny Voice. All of yous. My cousin Debbie. My family and friends that reached out to wish a Merry Christmas. And of course, those responded back to my wishes as well. Uh, Congressman Peter King as well. Just very, very special to get those wishes. Chris Good every year as well. So thank you for making today a great Christmas. It was very not traditional. It was very weird not going to St. Thomas Church today and putting really the tradition aside to create a new one, which was to take care of ourselves. Thanks to Mom, Vic, and Abby for making tonight's dinner and tonight's hangout great. Uh... And thank you to Spreaker, okay? So th- this is another reason why I want a podcast today. Because Spreaker... Spreaker has given podcasters the gift of IAB certified statistics. These podcast stats you get as a podcaster are certified, meaning they're legitimate, they're real. If you notice, you might have lost some followers on the podcast. And that's not terrible because they're just being accurate with the numbers and often wondered how 657 followers were there or how many were bots and whatnot and Spreaker figured that out for us Spreaker really did by the way if you're listening and you want to give me a call 206-984-4226 let me just make sure I got that right um, or shoot me a text on that text me line. I'm not doing a Zoom because I, last time I tried to Zoom, it went haywire. I mean, really haywire. So that's not happening again. But if you got a notification that we're going live, we are live right now on Spreaker.com. And my chat is open if you're so inclined to take a look and take a listen as well. But I'm going to I'm gonna do this. So, so Spreaker... The best gift for podcasters is real stats. But of the takeaway I got from the creative team at Spreaker was this. It's considered a download of your show if you're listened to for more than a minute. So thank you out there. All 34,600 plus of you that listen to my voice and to this show for more than a minute. Sometimes I'm like, how do you do it? But you do. And that inspires me to keep going. Inspires me to get to 35,000. Inspires me to get to 40,000. 
and inspires me to get more people to advertise with the show. Yes, it does. A hundred percent. And get great guests for you to hear. Because if you weren't listening, I don't know if I would keep going here. But you are. And I'm really flattered and humbled by that. But to know that you're listening, not just for a second, but for a whole minute and more, that means a lot. And so I just want to say, Spreaker, the greatest gift you gave us podcasters this year were verified stats. The greatest gift you gave us um, this year was to remind us that, yeah, you can check out geolocation and tell exactly who's listening where and when. I don't know why, but I guess we have some good content on here. and I'm appreciative of you listening every day you do. And may God bless you for that. But I do want to read a couple of things here while I have the mic and while I have my snowball microphone. Um, number one I'd like to say is the Clarence Moore poem and I hope I'm I hope I'm saying it right but you know the poem Little Saint Nick about Saint Nicholas soon will be there here we go Twas the night before Christmas when all through the house not a creature was stirring not even a mouse the stockings were hung by the chimney with care in hopes that Saint Nicholas soon would be there the children were nestled all snug in their wee little beds while visions of sugar plums Dance in their wee little heads. Mama in her kerchief, Papa in his cap, had long settled down for a long winter's nap. When out on the lawn there arose such a clatter, I sprang from my bed to see what was the matter. Away to the window I flew like a flash, tore open the shutters and opened the sash. Then what to my wandering eyes should appear but a miniature sleigh and a tiny reindeer? With a little old driver, so lively and quick, I knew right away, this must be St. Nick. More rapid than eagles, his courses they came, whistled and shouted and called them by name. Now Dasher, now Dancer, now Prancer, now Vixen, on Comet, on Cupid, on Donner and Blitzen. To the top of the perch, to the top of the wall, dash away, dash away, dash away all. So up to the housetop, the courses they flew with a sleigh full of toys and St. Nicholas too. And then in a twinkling, I heard on the roof the clattering noise of each galloping hoof. All bundled in fur from his head to his foot, his clothes were all tarnished, tarnished with ashes and so. I drew in my head and was turning around when down the chimney he came with a bound. A bag full of toys he had flung on his back, and he looked like a little old peddler just opening his pack. His eyes, how they twinkled, his dimples, how merry. His cheeks were like roses, when kissed by the sun. His nose like a cherry, all wrinkled with fun. His draw little mouth was drawn up like a bow, and the beard of his chin was white as snow. The stem of the little old pipe he held tight in his teeth. The smoke went around and around and around his head, like a wreath. 
Oh, he was so jolly and plump, a right jolly old, jolly old elf. And I laughed, and I laughed, and I, when I saw him in spite of myself. He had a broad face, a round little belly, that shook when he laughed like a bowl full of jelly. He gave me a wink of his eye and a twist of his head, a chuckle and a smile, and I knew all the while he had not, I had nothing to dread. He spoke not a word, but went straight to his work. He filled all the stockings and turned with a jerk, and laying a finger aside of his nose, and giving up a nod, the chimney he rose, up the chimney he rose. He sprang up to his sleigh to give his team a whistle, and away they flew like the down of a thistle. But I heard him exclaim, as he drove out of sight, Merry Christmas to all, and to all a good night. Now how cool is that poem? And I might rephrase that one last thing one more time to end the show. But there were a couple of more things I wanted to read you. Because, and I'm not going to get into the entire, obviously, <laughs> the entire Christmas Carol. But there are a couple of things I wanted to read more. Because if you want a reminder of the season... then I want to give you this reminder. It's from Luke, chapter 2. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census which should be taken of the entire Roman world. And everyone went to their own town to register. Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son, wrapped him in swaddling cloth, placed him in a manger, because there was no guest room available at the inn. As the line goes, there was no room at the inn. Shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night, an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will be finding a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. Wow, this is timely for this song. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told about them, this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things, pondered them in her heart, the shepherds returned, glorifying 
and praising God for all the things they had seen, which were just as they had been told. On the eighth day, when it was time to circumcise the child, he was named Jesus. And that, my friends, is the birth of the Prince of Peace in the inn in the bleak midwinter. And to read that would this song behind me is very special and I love that I could archive some of this and, and keep it there um, because these these moments and these readings are ever so important are they not ever so important oh come let us adore him Christ the Lord that was pretty cool wasn't it and then there's one other thing, because, of course, how can you not have a Christmas, post-Christmas conclusion and a concluding podcast? And if you're listening live, that's awesome. I don't know how many people are listening live to this gear on the go feature, but thank you if you are. And if you did want to write in and give me a call, again, that's 206-426-9884. I might go for a little while longer. We'll have to see. And yeah, look at that old Lang Syne. Just in time for Christmas uh, to end and New Year's to go, to come. And I don't think I'm going to do a New Year's Eve blowout as I'll probably be in Times Square for that, but we'll have to find out how that goes. But I did want to read you this. I'm pulling my Apple books right now. Because this one, (laughs) A Christmas Carol, I've never really said it on this tape that I can remember, but I want to, I want a Jedi because we've heard the story and we know that Tiny Tim's crutch may not have had an owner. There we go. But it did. And let me tell you how this line came to be. Because obviously... It's not just a line. It's the lead up of the line. About Scrooge wakes up Christmas morning. And. We've seen it. All the while. On our television screens. But. Let me start here because this line, this is a line that I love and I want to get it on tape. So excuse me for one second. And how did little tiny Tim behave? Asked Mrs. Cratchit when she had rallied Bob on his credulity and Bob hugged his daughter to his heart's content. As good as gold, Bob said, and even better. Somehow he gets thoughtful, sitting by himself so much and thinks the strangest things you've ever heard. He told me, coming home, 
And remember, he was on Bob Cratchit's shoulder. That he hoped the people saw him in the church because he was a cripple. And it might be pleasing to them to remember him upon Christmas Day who made lame beggars walk and blind men see. His active little crutch was heard upon the floor. This is all in Dickens' words. And back came Tiny Tim before another word was was spoken. I love that, his active little crutch. It's home. As I see my own crutches resting here, but we are always active and that is a blessing. That is always a blessing. And then as you know, the line, the crutch without an owner, does appear. But in the final stage, you know, this book was written in different states, aka chapters. Scrooge was better than his word. This is the final page of A Christmas Carol. Scrooge was better than his word. He did it all and infinitely more. And to Tiny Tim, who did not die, he was a second father. He became as good a friend, as good a master, and as good a man as the good old city knew. Or any other good old city. Some people laughed to see the alteration in him, but he let them laugh, and he little and little heeded them, for he was wise enough to know that nothing ever happened on this globe for good at which some people did not have their fill of laughter in the outset. His own heart laughed, and that was quite enough for him. He had no further intercourse with spirits, but lived upon the total absence principle ever afterwards. And it was always said of Scrooge that he knew how to keep Christmas well. If any man alive possessed the knowledge, may that truly be said of us. I am so excited to have been reading this, um, this, you know, straight from the book of Dickens because I, um, I did not know, I've never honestly read the entire book, although I should have, but, but, here, here is where the grand finale is, because, Scrooge said that it was said of Scrooge that he knew how to keep Christmas well. If any man alive possessed the knowledge, it would be Scrooge. May that truly be said of us and all of us to keep Christmas well. And so, 
as Tiny Tim observed. As Tiny Tim observed. May God bless us, everyone. And may God bless you, always and forever and a day. Because you deserve that love. You deserve that blessing. And I'm going to play one more time from the off-Broadway cast of A Christmas Carol. This song that I have truly loved day in and day out. And so, yes, as Tyneton observed, God bless us, every one. Have a great rest of your Christmas night, and thanks for listening. I'm going to be back to you soon. You're on Alex Garrett Podcast.